Hi, and welcome to the Confessions of a Homeschooler podcast. I am your host, Erica Arndt. In these podcasts, I'll be sharing all of my favorite homeschooling, organizational, and parenting tips, and answering your questions as well. Welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Homeschooler podcast. As I mentioned, my name is Erica, and we are in full-on summer mode around here, and I love summer. Now, this summer looks a little bit different than normal because, as you all know, we are dealing with the coronavirus, and so there are a lot of things that are still closed, and we kind of can't do our normal summer activities um, that we do. Um, But we do also look forward to just spending time reading, swimming, relaxing, just kind of hanging out. Of course, we can't swim right now, so that's off the plate, Um, but we do have some other things that we can do, and I wanted to share some of those with you this um, podcast because I feel like there's probably a lot of you guys out there who have kids at home who are also bored. Um, and so these are just some fun things that we've done over the summers, and I just thought maybe you guys would enjoy having a few ideas to keep your kiddos busy and engaged. So let's go ahead and jump right in. So uh, one of the first things that we always like to do in the summertime is rock art, and so we will just go around the neighborhood or even in our own yard, collect some fun rocks. We try to get like kind of flatter, larger ones that the kids can paint on, and then we decorate them. Um, I've done Sharpies. This year, my kids did um, some paint, and then we actually Mod Podged them, and then we put them around the neighborhood so that people could kind of find fun little kind of Easter egg rocks here and there as they're on their walks and just getting out to get some exercise. So rock art is a super great way to keep kids um, just from getting bored. It gives them something, you know, kind of creative to do, and then really taking a walking, putting them around the neighborhood was actually also really fun. And I've noticed that people have been picking up our rocks and moving them to different locations. So it's almost like a scavenger hunt for us at this point to try and find the rocks that we initially put out. So that's just one idea. Another idea is sidewalk chalk. And I don't know about you guys, but I have had kind of a hard time finding sidewalk chalk uh, I think it just must be a popular thing right now. Everybody's decorating sidewalks and, um, you know, their their uh, driveways to try and give people fun things to look at when they're walking by. But I do have a recipe to make your own sidewalk chalk on my blog, and I will put links to all of the activities that I'm mentioning below this podcast as well, so you can um, find them all. But you can also search my blog for them as well. Um, but we do have a homemade sidewalk chalk recipe. It does have a few ingredients that you may not have on hand. So if you want to do that activity, you might just want to plan ahead a little bit and get some of those um, ordered. I think there's some plaster of Paris in there and some you know food coloring and things like that. So nothing super out of the ordinary, um, but it's just kind of a fun little uh, side thing you can do. You can uh, work with your kids to make the chalk. And then, of course, once it's dried fully, you can go outside and decorate and just have something kind of fun to do. Um, If you have younger kids, one of my favorite summer activities was the science lab. And so we would give them, and this is like younger, like toddlers up to probably... I don't know, maybe even first grade or so, um, just whenever your kids are, I guess, too old to think that this is fun. Uh, but we would grab all of our scientific measuring tools. If you don't have any, just grab some of your Tupperware containers, um, some, you know, of your uh, baking supplies, like your cup, uh, measuring cups and your uh, little measuring spoons and all of that. Um, We also did some food coloring, but that's totally up to you. But I would fill different bowls with different amounts of liquid, let them change them using food coloring and things like that. They could combine the colors and then just using all of the other tools like the 
uh, teaspoons and measuring spoons and measuring cups. They could pour stuff from one cup into the next. They were measuring. And just to make it a little bit extra fun, um, we added some of those protective eye goggles on there and just kind of had a blast with it. And that worked really well with my younger kids. They loved playing with the science lab. Outside, it's water. It's not going to hurt anything. And they could just make as big of a mess as they want. And along with that um, can also be painting your driveway with that paint, just the water. So just dip a paintbrush into a bucket of water and it can be colored water if you want, although I would be careful about I wouldn't want to stain your driveway, um, but just even plain water. And you can actually draw on there, um, and the water will actually make the mark on the concrete or whatever, and then it'll stay there for a little bit until it dries. And my kids actually had a blast doing that. So those are two really easy and cheap ways to kind of keep your kids busy, definitely for younger kids, but it was really a lot of fun. The next idea I have for you is homemade Play-Doh, or if you have regular Play-Doh at home, you're of course welcome to use that as well. But if you can't get your hands on any, I do have a homemade recipe on my blog. It worked really well. You can dye it any color that you want, and it just takes basic ingredients that you probably have at home already, water, vegetable oil, flour, salt. Now, it does also take some cream of tartar, which you may or may not have. That's the only kind of weird thing. Um, and then you can use food coloring, or we also have used Kool-Aid before to color our dough. The Kool-Aid is kind of fun because because it actually makes your Play-Doh smell really good. And so anyways, of course, Play-Doh in any shape or form is a lot of fun, and you can let the kids play with that. Um, you can have them do it for school where they're practicing letters and numbers make you know, with their Play-Doh, but normally in the summer, I just let them kind of have at it. They can build things. They can you know, make food items out of it and just have fun with it. So Play-Doh, definitely a winner around my house. Uh, another idea I have on my blog is a DIY bird feeder. Now, I do have instructions on how to do this, but basically all you need for this one is a plastic water bottle, um, some kind of a wooden spoon or a wooden um, popsicle stick works fine, and some bird seed, and then maybe some twine to hang it from, and that's literally all you need. It's like the easiest bird feeder, but we did have a lot of fun making it. We made a few of them, hung them from our trees, and then we could kind of hang out and watch our birds come and get some food. Now, one thing if you're going to do a bird feeder, you know, if it kind of helps if you're consistent with that because I think birds tend to locate that food and then they sort of start to depend on it a little bit. So just something to be aware of. Um, the next one, and this was probably one of my kids' all-time favorites, was Mundo. If you guys have not made Mundo before try it. I mean, it is so much fun. Even as an adult, I love playing with this stuff. It's basically sand, but it's kind of tacky sand and it doesn't stick to your fingers or anything, but it does stick to itself. And that was, I mean, you can make like ice cream scoops. You can use it to, um, we did, we did a little fake ice cream stand with ours. That's why I said that. Um, but you can use it to make sand castles and things like that. And basically it is really just kind of like the sand that you find in the beach where it just kind of sticks together. And the supplies for that are pretty easy. You just need some flour, some baby oil and then we crushed up some pastel chalk um chalks just to give it some coloring and that was kind of fun and you just really mix it all together and then you can have hours of fun playing with it another idea we have and we do this every kind of more towards the fall but you can definitely do it in the summer is leaf art and so we would go outside with a little um you know bucket or bowl and just gather some different fun colored leaves that we could find and you can get all different colors you can pull you know some petals off your flowers and things like that once we gather all of our leaves 
leaves, we bring them back in this um, inside, or you could also do it outside. And we just dump the leaves out all over the table, or my I usually use the kitchen counter because it's just a little bit easier to clean up. And then I have some clear contact paper that I always just keep for our school um, needs. And I just cut off a square for each child, and then you kind of tape it down onto the table with the sticky side up. And then they can use their um, the sticky side to place their leaves on it. And then once you're done, you can put another piece on top of it. And then it kind of makes a stained glass type of thing, but it keeps all the leaves nice and secured in there with the sticky. Um, and then they can hang it on their wall um, and, you know, just do anything fun like that. And you can be really creative with the leaf art. It's pretty much free aside from the contact paper. And um, honestly, you could just use some glue if you didn't have any contact paper. And I think it was a really fun experiment that we did one year. Uh, the next thing that we did, and this was probably, I keep saying these are my kids' favorite, but I did share all their favorites on here, so I apologize. Uh, but this one may have actually been their most favorite, and I think they would actually still like to do this to this day. Uh, but we made homemade bubble wands, and we made them huge. So I'll definitely link this one below. You're going to want to go and see the pictures because I can't quite adequately describe them on here for you. Um, but we used a... Um, some just some dowels and we put some of those little eyelet thingies in the ends of them there's instructions better instructions on my blog than what I'm saying right now um, but those hook eye screw thingies we screwed them into the end and then we used some cotton string um, to make a huge bubble through those and then we put a cookie sheet outside on the ground and we filled it with a bubble mixture I also have a recipe for homemade bubble mixture but you can use any bubble mixture and then you dip that huge vat of you know your string into the um the cookie sheet and then when you pull it out you can run with it and the bubbles will just come out and they're huge like huge like several feet I mean you can make them as big as you want um, my kids were about I want to say my oldest was maybe about seven or eight when we did this um, and it was so much fun um, so definitely go and check out the pictures on my blog because you'll see how big the bubbles got everybody enjoyed that one um, it was a little messy because it was bubbles but we were outside so not a big deal so another fun idea if you have any um, balloons hanging around and you don't know what to do with them is to make either have a water balloon fight, which is always fun, but we did a water balloon pinata. So this was actually so much fun and especially on a super hot day, it just makes it even more fun. So we used just a regular package of balloons and some string and we tied the balloons to the string after we filled them up with water. And then we used a plastic bat and let our kids just run around in swimsuits and smack at the water balloons until they busted them and then they would just dump nice cold water all over them and it was a lot of fun um, and you can just hang them from a tree or if you have a patio overhang or you know something like that nothing too complicated um, and like I said if you don't want to do that a good old-fashioned water balloon fight always lots of fun another fun idea we had was homemade crayons we did this um, one year and we actually uh, just gathered up all our little bits of crayons that nobody really uses anymore because they're too small. Um, and, and then if you have any that are still, you know, have the wrappers on them, just take the wrappers off. And then you can just kind of put a few different colors or you can put all the same color in. And I think we used the silicone um, baking sheets and we just baked them in the oven for a little bit so that the, they melted and then let them cool. And then you just pop out your new shapes of homemade crayons and then you can have fun coloring. And that was really simple and easy and the kids loved it. And I think we even still have those. We made those years ago. Um, another fun thing that we did was playing with sponges. Now this will take um, you having a kind of handful of colorful household sponges. Um, you can really just get them in kind of any color at the at pretty much any store. Um, and we used three different sponges per ball that we made and some scissors and a little bit of dental floss or you could also use zip ties. Um, and then we used um, some paint construction paper and that was pretty much it for the supplies. And you just cut them apart. I have instructions on how to cut them but you cut them in thin little strips and then kind of pile them up 
and tie them together almost like how you would make a pom-pom and we did different colors all together uh, just so that they looked a little bit more fun and then you can either bring them with you uh, if you're going to go swimming or to the um, lake or something like that I think our swimming pools aren't open yet so maybe we'd do it at the lake um, but they float and they're also really fun to just kind of throw around at each other and you know get wet but you can also use them to paint so if you dab those into some just you know washable tempera paints or whatever um, and then try and do kind of like a sponge painting with them it's actually really fun so those ones were kind of dual purpose we used them for more than one thing and that's always a win in my book. And then the last thing I want to share with you today is sidewalk paint. So kind of along the lines of sidewalk chalk, you can also do homemade sidewalk paint. And it basically just takes some food coloring, some water, and a little bit of cornstarch, and then some paint brushes, and your kiddo can have some fun painting on your driveway or sidewalk, and then it just washes right off in the rain or if you want to hose it off with some water. So that was actually really fun as well. I think anytime you can kind of let them just get outside and get messy um, is definitely a win-win. So those are our fun ideas for some of our summer board and busters. Like I said, I will link everything below this podcast for it. Um, But I just wanted to give you guys some ideas because I think there's probably a lot of you out there who have kiddos at home this summer. And with camps being closed and pools being closed, um, it's kind of hard to keep those little guys busy and engaged. So hopefully some of those ideas were fun. If you have any ideas you'd like me to share, uh, feel free to send me an email. I would love to just put those out on my social media as well and just kind of help each other out that way. So that's going to be it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have any questions, you're um, welcome to send me an email at erica at confessionsofahomeschooler.com. Of course, you can check out my website for more information on anything I've talked about on my podcast, and that is www.confessionsofahomeschooler.com. If you have an idea for an upcoming podcast, again, feel free to email me or leave a comment, and I will do my best to add those in our upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you next time. 